What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome in, everybody. Fantasy Football Frenzy here on a Tuesday. Hello, ladies. It's passed by the window here in Studio 34. I am your host, the closer, Chris Ventra, alongside Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, and George Kurtz, bringing you Another edition of the Football Frenzy. We're heading into the championship weekend. Last night, we had uh, the College Football National Championship between the number one LSU Tigers, who won 42-25 to over the number three Clemson Tigers. Old Tigers. Um, Joe Burrow, 31 for 49, 463 yards, five touchdowns, no picks in the game. What a bum. What a bum. What a bum. 14 carries for 58 yards and another touchdown. Six touchdowns, no picks. Uh, rush more than Trevor Lawrence, who is sunshine is, is the Russia of the two. Uh, he had 10 for 49 and a rushing touchdown, Lawrence, but nothing else really. 234 yards through the air. Question, fantasy Taz, Jim Day. First, how are you today? Hey, I'm doing great, Chris. I'm doing great. Doing great? Doing great. Doing great. All right, I'm going to keep saying that until I believe it. <laughs> okay. And uh, George, doing great? Oh, hearing that Chad Johnson is going to try for a kicker. This is fantastic. I love for it. All that is, for all that is holy, please let him get that job. How much does he get paid for that job? I, wouldn't think- get, I, I want to know what the bounty is on the kicker. <laughs> Where's Buddy Ryan? <laughs> I wonder. We need a bounty on a kicker. Because I know that like XFL players are going to get paid like 500000 you know, something like that a year. But like a kicker. Not all of them. Right. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Like a kicker, how much are you making in the XFL? 150000 Oh, it's not about the money, I don't think. I mean, well, I'm sure money helps, but it's yeah. not about the money. It's about getting his name back in the, in the news and people talking about him again. I like Chad O'Keefe. He always was pretty much a big news hog. Yeah, yeah. He loves that. He's a ham. What are you going to do? He's a great. 
The only player to change his last name to Ocho Cinco. Interesting. <laughs> um, this is the question I was going to ask you guys, all right, for this first segment. Would Joe Burrow, who had this amazing season, 65 total touchdowns in college football, six picks, uh, threw for well over 5,500 yards, I believe. So, yeah, 5,500 yards. Is, does this boost up? Because I'm seeing all this stuff now. Obviously, Joe Burrow is probably going to go first overall, guys, to Cincinnati Bengals. Have yeah, the take the probably right. right out of that sentence. Take the probably he's right go, out. He is going, going first overall to Cincinnati there Bengals. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, 5,600, 5,671 yards total on the year passing and a 76 completion percentage. It's ridiculous. Um, what a bomb. Does now, now because, because he'll be on the Cincinnati Bengals, or, you know, I'm not going to say probably, but definitely. Um, the Bengals, Joe Mixon, are you guys pushing him up the fantasy football 2020 draft board because of that? How high? Should Joe Mixon go in 2020, Jim Day? Well, you know, I, I, I think he's still right in the same line. I think he's, you know, early to mid-second round. I, I don't see him pushing him up all that much further. I mean, he is what he is. I, I like Joe Mixon. He's a great running back. Uh, maybe the addition of Burrow helps him. We don't know yet. Um, you know, that's going to be a big question mark. I think to put him up into the first round, I think at this point, is a mistake. Yeah, because, you know, I'm, I'm looking around Twitter here and a lot of people now saying, oh, Mixon top five running back. Eh, they Mixon always do that crap. It's always people really, out there saying that. Really boosting. Look, I'm not going to say it can happen, but there's no way I'm picking him number five. Yeah, so, George, what running backs do you think should go before Mixon in the draft? Uh, McCaffrey, Elliott, yeah. Barkley. That's three. Kamara? That's uh, you know, here's the guy who I'm, I'm hesitating on now. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Kamara only because I truly believe the reason why Kamara didn't play all that well is he had an injury. I just think he yeah, had he that ankle hurt. injury. I Absolutely. think he was hurt, right? And I think we saw that explosion come back. So I'm going to put Kamara ahead of him. Okay. Uh, I First of all, I agree with Jim, by the way. I, I don't think I'm, he's not my top five. I'm same place he was this year. You want to move him up a little bit? Fine. But I'm not going to move him up heavily. Mm. Uh, other running backs here that we do, uh, I put ahead of him. Um... Uh, not Le'Veon Bell. Not Le'Veon Bell. Uh, nope. nope. <laughs> Made that mistake. Not doing that what again. What about Derrick Henry? Uh, we, I don't know what team he's going to be on. You know, I like he's going to get resigned. Yeah. I, think, I, I think he does get resigned. I do. But I still have some hesitation that he goes to a passing team there. They don't use him correctly. That sort of thing. But for right now, yes. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. I'm going to take ahead of yes. him. Aaron Jones. I'm going to take ahead of him. Okay. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is the one now. He's on the, on the mind. I assume Kareem Hunt's gone. I'm going to assume yeah, Kareem see, Hunt's I don't, on, I don't, on I don't think team. so. I don't think so. Well, I think they're going to keep both of them. First of all, bring it over Kevin Stefanski. We know how much he loves to run, run. the ball. Yeah. Um, and I, he's going to need two running backs. Um, and I just, with how good Hunt showed he is again, I don't think there's any reason. They still got him on cheap money. There's no reason for them to move him. There's no reason they can't make both of these guys very strong running backs in the NFL next year. It, you know, do a, a thunder and lightning type thing. Again, both of them have supreme talent, and you and know he loves keep... to run the ball so much. Well, I agree with everything you said. How can they keep him? He's going to want to get paid. 
How much though? He doesn't deserve that. That's that's the issue. Will there be a? Well, then against the NFL, and they give these guys just second chance, second, third, fourth chances all the time. And it'll be a decent running back market with Melvin Gordon also out there, David Johnson out there. That'll hurt his value somewhat, but he's only 24. And if you're going to get a team, you know, I guess my, my first question would be, would you rather have Hunt, Gordon, or David Johnson? Um, Gordon. I assume it's Hunt. I'm thinking Gordon really? first. With the age? I take the 24-year-old back. Right. I take the Hunt. <laughs> I, don't, I think it's pretty easy. I'm okay. taking Hunt. So assuming you're doing that, so you, so you can get past the uh, what he did. Right. You know, which that's a, that's a huge thing. Some organizations won't even look at him because of that. You know, and I'll be honest. If I was running an organization, I don't know if I could have him and explain that to my, uh, you know, my wife and my children why I did this. But <laughs> assuming you can, and there will be organizations, organizations that can. I think Hunt is going to get paid decent. And for the Browns, can you afford to do that and pay everybody else? That's where the question always comes in. I don't think they can. Yeah. Yeah. It could be tough. Well, that's going to mean a lot to Chubb's draft stock in 2020 for fantasy football purposes. Um, and I should have mentioned. Actually, I don't think it will. I think they'll both be good. I think Chubb will still be in top numbers because of Stefanski, and I think Hunt is still in play because of the pass catch. Okay, that's fair. You know, and I should have mentioned Stefanski hired as head coach for, for the Cleveland Browns. I'll be right back after this fantasy football friend on a Tuesday. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, welcome back. Talking to the chat. Shout out to the Goon Squad 2020. Talking to Greg Martinez in the chat. He's saying, I said to him, Joe Burrow's a bum? LOL? He said, yes. El Burrow is whiny little bleep. 
his attitude yesterday. He made the list. Okay. Oh, I missed I mean, his attitude. What was his attitude? Yeah. What was his attitude? I mean, Baker Mayfield has an attitude. I know he had a bad year this year, but his first year was great. He's got That's the tools. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, listen, Burrow's talented, man. But maybe his attitude does get in the way. I don't know. You got to see when they evaluate. But he's going one overall, the Bengals. They're going to have Joe Burrow. That's their franchise quarterback of the future. We'll see how it lasts. Uh, I hope it's not Jamarcus Russell all over again. That's what somebody's saying. So I doubt it. I doubt it. I feel like they're doing much better over the years now with the quarterback picks. But we'll see. Trubisky wasn't great. But his career's not over yet. Rosen, <laughs> his career's not over, over yet either. Uh, yeah, I forgot to mention this. So the, the Cleveland Browns finally hired their head coach. It was Kevin Stefanski, offensive coordinator of the Vikings this year. And now everybody's thinking, oh, I, I love Chubb this year now because Stefanski loves to run the ball. One thing well, I... Wait, 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 wait. So, slow your roll because everybody last year was, I love Chubb this year too. So it, I get know, that, it, yeah. It's, it's not like everybody was really ever off Chubb. <laughs> but I he feel, still had a good season. Mm-hmm. I understand. But I feel like these coach, the coaching changes, people invest too much into, you know, what they like to do. Like he re- and that's the other thing I don't get. How does a coach, oh, he just likes to run the rock, pound the rock. Oh, this coach likes to go air raid offense. Like if I was a coach, I'd just be adaptable to the team that I'm coaching. Well, unfortunately, there's, like, I don't get that. there's a lot that are set in their ways. That's just the way it is. Right. You know, the, I, I agree with you. A coach should be able to adapt, you know, yeah. do what he does. You know, he should be able to move either way. Um, and he should be doing it the opposite of what the defense. I get all that. But there's just some coaches that like to do it their way. Now, they may run a lot, but that doesn't mean they're not going to throw in other things here and there and do things to step it up. Uh, but, you know, they do have a tendency when you look at their numbers to be a high number of you know, running plays, and, you know, that is what it is. Yeah, no, I, I mean, because, like... What's really most interesting about this hire is this is the guy Le Podesta wanted last year. Yes. All right, he, and Podesta is a analytics guy, pure money ball guy, guy came over from baseball. Okay. All right, so that that's also interesting. He, he wanted him last year. He recommended uh, uh, Podesta over Kitchens, and he was uh, overruled here. Now he gets his guy. So I'm curious how this is going to work as far as that approach. You know, it, you would think it wouldn't matter what the coach wants to run now. This is all an analytics approach. They're going to be told what to do by the numbers. That's mm-hmm. generally what analytics is. You're told, okay, against this team in this situation, you should be passing the ball. Or this, you should be running the ball. Blah, 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 blah. That's really what it does here. So I'm kind of curious to see what it does as far as that's concerned. I mean, we waited all year. I know Jim's been waiting really since uh, August for o- Odell to explode. If they become a running team in Cleveland, well, then he will explode. Right, because he he's not. I'm surprised he held it in so far. Right, he did. He did good. Good for him, by the way, uh, for the most part. Uh, But it'll be interesting. Also, you want to see a running team? Well, you're trailing every game. Can't run the ball. There's a lot of things that go into it. I mean, you hate to see coaches that are saying, "Hey, you know, we're gonna run my system no matter what." I think that's more the older coaches. Yeah. Who do that? I think the newer age coaches will adapt more, not adapt fully, because I think a lot of these coaches are so ego. Such a huge ego that they believe it's my system or death. Yeah. You know, uh, it's I'm my system works. It's one in the room. Here. Exactly. That sort of thing. <laughs> and we're going to run it in a square hole, you know, square peg, round hole over and over again. That's why you see these coaches always taking these players that fail every place else because they believe I can change him. I'll make him the player he should be. 
that sort of thing. Jim said it perfectly. I'm the smartest guy in the room. Everything I do will work. Right. And so these coaches get stuck in their ways. Like if I have Aaron Rodgers, if I have Aaron Rodgers, but I don't have a good running back, I'm going to be a pass happy team. If I got Devontae Adams and let's say it wasn't Aaron Jones, it was someone else who was bad. You know, I'm going pass happy. If I got the Cowboys, I'm going run heavy. I mean, that's just the way it is. I mean, maybe I'll go more balanced with the yeah, Cowboys because Gallup yeah, is emerging. Just wait, wait. Step back. You just said, oh, if I'm the Cowboys, I'm going run heavy. Well, I totally disagree with that. At first, and then I might you know why? Balance. Wait, wait. You know why I disagree with that? Because you should be throwing the ball to Zeke so as much as you're run. running the ball. With okay. Screens. <laughs> we could do some screens. Yeah, sure. Everything. Anything. Put him out wide. Put him in the slot. The guy is a talented receiver, yes. and just by moving him around, you can create so many mismatches, it isn't funny. You're right. You got to adapt. I mean, th- this is what I'm trying to say, though. Like, it's like If it's a team that doesn't have the quarterback or the receivers and just the running back, I might go ground and pound. Dallas seems to be more balanced now, especially with Gallup emerging, who had 1,100 yards receiving this year, believe it or not. Uh, had a fantastic season. You got two wide receivers that are really good, and you could use Zeke in the passing game, so you could be, have a more balanced approach. You, I mean, that team should be real good. I don't want to go. Over the I Cowboys thought that again. this year. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought Dallas was going to be a, a killer this year. On paper, they had what looked to be a great team, good young defense, yeah, good young offense. You know, the, no reason for them not to be. And then forgot about Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. Oh, Jerry, See, Jerry. but my biggest concern for them now is if they keep Kellen Moore, do they let him be him or not? If you're not going to let him do the things he wants to do to change that What's offense, which is you know move it around and you know do thir- certain things to adapt and create different scenarios, if you're not going to let him do that, then why bother keeping him around? Right. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Let him do his thing. That's why you hired him. I thought. You know what I mean? Uh, I hate that kind of stuff, and that that worries me because I really think. If they gave him full control, give him one year. Give him full control of that offense for one year. Right. I'd like to see what he could do. Yeah, because I like the the thoughts he was spitting out to begin the you know the preseason, all the stuff he was talking about, and then in the early part of the season, first couple of games, it looked so much different, so much better, and then all of a sudden it just poof went away. Yeah, yeah, it was like the first three games and it was gone. Um, same idea here, guys. What about, George, the, Vi- uh, the Browns now have Stefanski do... What do they do at offensive corner? Does Stefanski put, call the plays on offense? Or are they going to have I would, it? I would assume he call, he's calling the plays. Yeah. With the help, help of an OC. That's what I assume. Uh, that's what they brought him over here, right? I mean, it, it depends. You know, Jerry Jones, for a while, he, always, he demanded that his uh, head coach be one side or the other, and that coach gets call the plays. Jerry, uh, Jimmy Johnson... Never called any plays. He liked to have his coordinators do it. He ran the team. Personally, I, that's, that, that's the approach I prefer. I don't want my head coach calling plays. All right? right. I want him to have good coordinators and him controlling the team, clock management. When to use your timeouts. When we're going to do this. When we're going to do that. The only thing he tells the coordinator, we're going for it on fourth down. So it's uh, before third down. So he knows about it. You know, if it's fourth or two or less, we're going for it on fourth down. So you're prepared for two plays. That mm-hmm. sort of thing. I want you to manage the team, not call him. I don't want you being solely conscious of one side of the ball and not paying attention to the other side of the ball. Right. That would annoy me a little bit. Unless you have one hell of a defensive coordinator, pretty much a coach in waiting. That's me personally, but I don't know how Cleveland prefers this. I don't know what Le Podesta believes as far as that analytics approach. But mm-hmm. I have to believe that Stefanski is going to uh, call his own plays and have a, you know, bring in his own guy out with the game plan. That's what I assume. Yes. Yeah. He'll bring in his own guy that it'll be his, it'll be Stefanski's playbook, but this guy knows it. Uh, it's a guy that's worked with him for a while and knows how to call the plays. 
so he don't have to worry about it. I mean, that's what the Jets did. Or to be his best friend from high school. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Somebody like that. He'll be like a figurehead offensive coordinator. Um, but Rex Ryan with the Jets, he was that type of guy, George, where he was all defensive. I mean, you know, he was like the DC. He, he ran that defense. He knew nothing about offense. And uh, I forgot who the OC at the, was it, who was the OC at the time for the Jets when Ryan was there. He had an OC that could handle things from himself, uh, and he let him run. He ran, let him run it. I think that he got fired, and then they had a new one too after that. But um, you know, I I don't know. I, I feel like if you're coming from a DC or OC spot, you know, and you're a new head coach, uh, at first you're going to be you know gearing towards the coordinator you are, offense or defense, whatever it was. And then maybe you have a really good opposite coordinator to, to basically hold down that side of the ball at first. But as a head well, coach you know, grows. You know, this is one of, at least one of the newer trends. We'll talk about this after the break. But there's a new trend coming on I want to talk about. Awesome. There you go right there. I also want to uh, ask something about the NFL playoffs in terms of fantasy. Playoffs? Playoffs? NFC Championship, AFC Championship set. Bang Bang Niners gang. All right, we'll be right back after this. Fantasy Football Friends on a hot Tuesday. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You want to be the next daily fantasy legend? Go for the green with DailyRoto.com this fantasy golf season. 
For a limited time, get free access to Deli Roto's PGA DFS product, including fantasy projections powered by Data Golf, PGA betting tools, and of course, the DailyRoto.com Fantasy Golf Optimizer. Don't lay up, go for the green with Daily Roto. Head to DailyRoto.com and enter the promo code GREEN to access your free seven day golf membership. That is DailyRoto.com, promo code GREEN for your free trial. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Back to you, Chris. Hot fire right there, Fantasy Taz, hashtag Jim Day Reads. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Tuesday. Don't forget, we're on every day, 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern, every weekday. Uh, 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Zumo TV Channel 719, Pluto TV Channel 517, Stir, iHeartRadio, wherever you guys listen to podcasts or watch uh, streams, YouTube, and, of course, on the Sports Grid Network. You want the edge? Get on the grid, the Sports Grid. You know what I'm saying? I saw, uh, I saw something this morning about iHeartRadio firing all of its local DJs across the country today. Really? Yeah. Why? Yeah, I haven't looked into it anymore, but wow, that, that would be a big thing. A lot of people out of work. Yeah. Well, a lot of openings. I don't, that's for sure. <laughs> if they're looking to fill those openings, I would imagine they are not. <laughs> Maybe a couple. Oh, well, they, they just use so, you know, stuff from other Seems sources. Right. Why like would you this. fire everybody? If you, if you wanted to fill them, you wouldn't fire everybody. You would fire who you, who you didn't like. Jim's got to be right. Yeah, they're, not, they're done with those. They're done with it? All right. I would assume. Interesting. Interesting right there. So Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, George. Yeah, that's definitely my, my first thought. Yeah. Jim. I would agree with you. What were you going to tell us before the break? Oh, okay. Well, one of the things I, I've been seeing and a little bit more about, and look, I, I really don't know if it's a new trend, but I never realized it before, is that there's a lot of coordinators now that actually are going from side to side. You know, if they start out as defensive coordinators, and, you know, maybe not full-blown co- coordinators, but assistant coaches, mm-hmm. if they start out on the defensive side for a few years they end up switching to the offensive side and they're trying to get these guys more well-rounded so that they do have a next flurry of head coach options that know both sides of the ball and Mm -hmm. to me that's a very smart move yeah i mean i mean it could be looked at as as that or i feel like you know if a let's say a, a linebackers coach was a linebackers coach for let's say three or four years and then he moves to wide receivers coach Maybe that could be looked at in a bad way because why Why is he moving to wide receivers coach? Why is he moving from defense to offense? Was he not doing a good job on defense? You know, maybe, those are things you got to look into. Yeah, but maybe he was so intelligent that he knew the game so well that now he can go over to the wide receivers and tell them what to anticipate from the linebackers mm-hmm. because he knows that position so well. Right. So, yeah, it could be he's very well-rounded and he could, uh, he could coach any position, wide receivers, whatever it is. Uh, that's interesting. But I just, if, if it's a new trend, and again, I just don't know. I never really paid attention to it, you know, years before. Yeah. But if, uh, if it is a new, new trend, I kind of like it. I like the idea of having somebody who knows both sides of the ball. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, special, like Joe Judge, <laughs> new, uh, New York Giants head coach, special teams coordinator, which is interesting because you have to know. Like you don't know offense, you don't know. It's you have to know everything. I feel like you have to work with guys that aren't starting, uh, and try to make the best out of that situation. So, I feel like that's not a bad place to start for a coordinator who could go both ways. Um, you know, it, it's interesting. I think with all those corners. I think back in the day, George. I don't know. Maybe you know more about this, but like 
I feel like you're a DC, you're a, you're a DC pretty much your whole career. Or if you're, you know, a lineman coach and then become a DC, like you're on defense the whole time until you become a head coach. I feel like there was never really the switching before. Not that I can remember before. If it is, and like Jim said, I don't. It could just be a couple of isolated cases, or maybe it is a trend. Because if you're a team, once again, if I'm running a team, Jim Day is my offensive coordinator. I don't want him on the defense. That's his job as offense. I want him with no offense left and right. That's the only way you like it. You want him to specialize that until, you know what? Jim's done a great job. Uh, I think he deserves a head coaching opportunity. Let's put him at uh, another position, or maybe a defensive, just where he is well rounded. It grooms him for a head coaching job. Maybe it's for my team, or maybe it's for another team. Because that's what they said was, was going on with Joe Judge. That he was a special teams coach, but then Bill Belichick gave him the wide receivers coach because special teams guys generally don't get head coaching jobs. So Bill Belichick gave him the wide receiver title because he wanted to help him along here. Right. That came out, how true that is, anyone's guess. Yeah, but that also came out here, and I wonder if that's what's going on with, with a lot of these situations as well. You see, you gotta you got to think of it this way in terms of NFL teams. I mean, they want more guys that have that ability to be head coaches because let's face it, we're getting pretty stagnant as we've seen over the last couple of years. Do we want to go with the same old retreads that have been okay, but never outstanding? Right. Or do we want to grab somebody who's never had any, you know, head coaching ability and just see what he can do? It doesn't really seem like there's a lot in the middle. Right. So, you know, maybe they're just trying to, you know, feed the beast is, the best way I could say it, make sure there's enough candidates there that as they move on, that they still have plenty of viable guys to choose from. Right, right. Yeah, no, you need fresh blood because sometimes these old retreads, you know, they're old school and it doesn't work in today's NFL. Uh, you know, Jeff Fisher was a clear uh, sign of that. <laughs> I mean, old school mentality. He did well with the Tennessee Titans when he was the head coach, but with the Rams, not so much. Um, John Harbaugh, George, was special teams coordinator in college, in the NFL, for the Eagles for a long time before he became head coach. But he was a defensive backs coach for the Eagles before he was the head coach for the Ravens. So, you know, special teams for the most part. Special so, teams, guys, they just they don't get the recognition they deserve for yeah. one reason or the other. For whatever reason, it's like the redheaded stepchild. They don't like those guys for some reason <laughs> as far as head coaches. Even though, listen, special teams is important. Yeah. And you saw it with New England I did like this year on special heads. teams. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, eh, no. Especially if they got green eyes. Ooh, baby. Redheads? Yeah, I like. Oh, yeah. Um, I, like. since I, I guess maybe since I'm closer to a redhead, I prefer, uh, I've always preferred uh, uh, brunettes. Yeah. Opposite, yeah I, <laughs> opposite track. And my wife's Asian, obviously, so brunette there. So, uh, yeah, I never really, uh, I never really dug redheads all that much. Redheads are fiery. Yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. Woman isn't fiery. Give me a good old-fashioned old Irish redhead with green eyes, and oh my God, I'm divorcing my oh, wife today. <laughs> Is she in the house right now? Oh heck no, she's okay. at work. Okay. <laughs> she ain't never hearing this. Trouble. Don't you? Don't any of you tell her either. There you <laughs> Send go. Send her right. a link. Uh, I got a question, guys. What? Uh, so I feel like now that fantasy football is more. Uh, more popular than ever and more focused on than ever. You got more casual people playing. You got also more people that are really invested into it. But I feel like every little thing has an impact. How much do you weigh playoff performances? Well, you don't ask a guy that. I'm not telling you how much I weigh. <laughs> how much do you weigh playoff performances uh, in terms of like fantasy football draft next year? Like Derrick Henry now, right? 
as these two monster games, absolute monster games, historical games, blah, blah, blah. But now he's going from, okay, he had a great season. He should be uh, maybe a late first round, early second round pick to possibly top five running back, top three running back is, what, is what's floating around. Do you really weigh these playoff stats that much, these performances that much? George? Not to where, Jim? no, not, not enough to where it's going to give them a huge boost going into next year because a lot of times, you know, they give them more work in the playoffs than they do in a regular season. Um, you know, trying to keep them a little bit more healthy. Maybe they don't get the 30, 33 carries a game right. that they're seeing right now. So, yeah, you know, you, you have to let it a little bit, but you can't let it be too much. And, you know, we speak about Derrick Henry. Here is a great stat about Derrick Henry. I love this. I Sorry, I didn't get to see you actually posted it, but it wasn't me. Somebody smarter. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry now has more career passing touchdowns in the playoffs than Carson Wentz. Let that sink in. More career passing touchdowns in a playoff <laughs> game. In other words, Wentz, Wentz hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in the playoffs. He only, only had, uh, what, a game and a half. Yeah. Uh, not even a, yeah, not yeah. even a game and a half, right? Half so, a game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we have a quarter. I still thought that uh, was funny. I love that kind it, of it, stuff. It is a funny little <laughs> stat, yeah. Derrick Henry with the jump pass. I mean, that, you know, interesting play call. That's risky, but hey, Tennessee has nothing to lose. Can Tennessee win the Super Bowl? Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> if Henry's going to rush for 200 yards a game, yeah, they can. But I imagine sooner or later, Tannehill's going to have to do something, probably this week. Yeah, like I can't see. I mean, how many? he's thrown 29 passes in two games. Yeah, okay. yards absolutely right. Absolutely right. I think he's the first quarterback to to ever take down the the one and two seeds in the playoffs uh, without throwing for over a hundred yards passing in either game. <laughs> that's why uh, I'd, I'd imagine that's probably a fact. I don't think anybody else has ever done that. But ever since since week seven, when he started inside the red zone, this team is freaking deadly. Um, I, I mean, beyond deadly. Um, they scored a touchdown on. of their drives in the red zone, second most in football. They kicked a field goal on 3.1% of them. One. They have 31 touchdowns inside the red zone since week seven and only one field goal. Best in the league by far. Nobody's even close to that. Wow. There you go right there. I'm I'm actually trying to look up Trent Dilfus stats from the 2000 Super Super Bowl run uh, to see if that's true with the Tannehill thing. I mean, Dilfer. I'm sure. I think I heard uh, that stat someplace else. I think Jim's right. Yeah, because uh, Dilfer was 35 of 73. He had less than a 50 percent completion percentage in the four games they won. They were a wild card team too. Uh, 590 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. But that's a bad completion percentage. So I guess he did throw. But uh, that's wild. I mean, all run game all day for the Titans. I don't know how much longer this lasts. I, th- I feel like this is the end of the road. Titans. They had a great season. I, I don't know. Kansas City can be run on. We'll see. We'll see. All right. We'll come back right after this. No Chris Jones, it doesn't look like. He looks like he's out. Yep. Yep, Chris Jones. Chiefs line. All right. Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Tuesday. Be right back after this. Shout out to the Goon Squad. DailyRoto.com. 
Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Let's do it. Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Tuesday. Last segment of the program today. I am your host, the closer Chris Ventra, alongside Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, and George Kurtz. Back to the to the playoff thing, the impact of these playoff games. And I know Derrick Henry had these histo- these great numbers in these two games against really good teams. But where are you guys taking Derrick Henry right now? If he's to stay on the Titans another year. And Tannehill is to get the franchise tag or whatever and stay on the Titans. Are, where, where are you investing for Derrick Henry? George, we'll start with you. Um, nothing's changed from earlier. He's, he's probably somewhere in the second round. You know, so I would say top of the second round, I would assume here. I mean, McCaffrey, Barkley, Cook, Elliott, Jones, Kamara. Right. A guy's gonna, I'm going to have ahead of him. They're going to have Hopkins ahead of him, Thomas ahead of him. You know, you have several. Uh, Julio? Julio will be ahead of him, sure. Odell won't. Devontae? Uh, Devontae will, yeah. Devontae will. Um, so that, that seems what? That's about 11, 12 players right there, give or take. So you're talking at the end of the first round, top of the second round. In that 10 to 14 range, that's where he's going to go. That makes sense. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. So, like, let's, do, let's talk about the first round real quick of next year's draft. All right, Jim? Um, Right now, this is what I have. It's not really like a, it's a, it's a rough draft, if you will. I have CMC, Saquon Barkley, two, Zeke, three, Dalvin Cook, four, Michael Thomas, five, Alvin Kamara, six, DeAndre Hopkins, seven, Julio Jones, eight, 
Devontae Adams, 9. Derrick Henry, 10. Joe Mixon, 11. Nick Chubb, 12. What do you think of that? Is Henry too high? It's fine. I, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with any of those choices. Uh, you know, it really I feel like after the to... first nine, you could go with different guys after that. You can go with different guys anywhere, as we saw this year. Look, for me right now, if I'm drafting right now, and maybe it's because of everything that happened in this past season, but if I'm drafting right now, Michael Thomas is my number two. Your number two, okay. I, He's I'm just good, cool the safest yeah. player on the freaking board. He's been safe his whole career. CMC. Yeah. He doesn't have a blemish on his career. Like, there's no blemish. He hasn't gotten hurt. Even his rookie year was fantastic, you know? I mean, he's just, how could you not take him in the top five at least, right? Um, oh, and one thing I want to clear up is that uh, Derrick Henry's now had three huge games in a row, including week 17, a game they had to win, where he right. had over 180 yards in that game as well. So three games straight with over 180 yards rushing. Yeah, and with over 30 carries three straight games, which is wild. But we talked about that all early in the season. George and I always talk about this is, you know, how stupid is his team not to give him those carries because he's one of those guys that gets better as the game goes on. And that's what we, we're seeing now is, you know, he, he fights it a little bit in the beginning, doesn't get so much, doesn't get so much, and starts getting a little bit more. And wears down the defense, and then all of a sudden he's off to the races. Um, and that's just what he does. And that you can't give, he's not a back that's going to do well with 12 to 15 touches a game. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. He's not that type of back. Uh, I mean, can hit home runs too, though. That's the thing. Yeah, like but you, could... you, you need opportunities to hit home runs. I'm not saying he can hit home run. I'm saying, but the more times you give him the ball, the better that opportunity is. And that's just the way it is. Some, some backs can respond so much better. Like Kamara can respond. So much better to having, you know, 10, 15, 20, you know, 15 touches a game right. and do well. Absolutely. That's not Derrick Henry, though. Derrick Henry needs to build up that steam and get it going. And, you know, you need to feed him the ball. It's just, it's amazing that it took this team that long to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, when he first came into the league, you had DeMarco Murray there blocking the way. Uh, and then, you know, Deion Lewis has been there. He's still there. Uh you know, taking touches away. Finally. Well, that's a coach's decision to let right. that happen. Right. So, again, it's on the coaches. <laughs> it was a great decision by uh, Vrabel and the Tennessee Titans to not play him in week 16 because he was a little banged up. They wanted him to make sure that he's good to go. That game, I guess, didn't really... I mean, I feel like it mattered. Vra- but- Vrabel may have, meant, may have made the two best decisions of the year. Right. Replacing Mariota and benching Henry in Week 16. That Week 16 game meant nothing to Tennessee. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, not right. a thing. It was the next game they had to win. Right. Right. That's where that you discussed this. Right. That, I mean, that's a fantastic decision. I and mean, maybe it was an easy decision. Maybe Henry really was banged up. You know, he needed that, and uh, he, he might not have played if it was a normal game. I don't know how true that is, but either way, fantastic decision. Look yeah. what it's led to. I mean, I'll say benching Mariota was not easy. Yes, Mariota sucked, but to bench his <laughs> number one overall pick, which pretty much says, hey. We're done. He's done with Tennessee. We're moving on here. And you had no idea what Tannehill was going to give you. He was terrible with Miami. I that's fantastic. Two fantastic moves by Rabel. Really is. I mean, well, the, the look only at the thing product I'll say here. to that is that they they were saying for you know a, a little while before they made the adjustment that Tannehill was playing so much better in practice than Mariota was. So I, I guess it, it finally just came down to that where Matt, you know he just looks so much better than Mariota that they just felt they had to make that change. Right. 
and worked out to their benefit. They are now in the AFC Championship at Kansas City, Arrowhead, the Red Sea. Did you see the linemen, the beers? That was funny. Uh, in the stands, when the Chiefs started going off, that was a, that was a good one. Those fans uh, probably spent eighteen cool. fifty for that beer, man. He crushed it. <laughs> he crushed it. Uh, but yeah, great decision. And yo, know, it, it paid off. I mean, over a hundred yards off. in three games. Man, it shows you how long it's been since I've been to a stadium. Eighteen fifty. I'd be like, are you nah. kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. Here's a hot dog's eight dollars. It's ten if you want a bun. You know, if you want to, <laughs> want mustard with it. Now it's twelve. Thank God. Beer's 15. Yeah, that's okay. Thank you very 15? much. 15? I was joking about the 1850, man. I actually am not that far off. Oh, no. no a, if you go to Yankee Stadium, it's like $18. That's For a beer? Nuts. Yeah. Absolutely. One like beer? ridiculous. Yeah, it's like something like You get a happy ending, too? Yeah, right? <laughs> Seriously. Well, the Yankees usually <laughs> win. Craft. Yeah. You know, they're usually going to win the game. Is that a happy ending for you? It's the New York market. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, in uh, Miami Marlins, the ticket is about fifteen bucks. So, forget about the beer. The beer is probably like five bucks. You know what I'm saying? The beer is free. Drink for free. (laughs) Go drink. Have fun. You'll need to drink. That's why. That's why I like the owner down there in Atlanta. You know, his concessions are are all priced low. He keeps all the prices low, and nobody still comes Uh, to the games (laughs) in Atlanta. Seriously, they get a lot of people, don't they? Braves? No. No, no, not oh, the Braves. No, met the Falcons. Oh, the Falcons, yeah. I mean, the <laughs> Falcons. Do I care about the Braves. Oh, the Braves don't get anybody. They, they make the playoffs, they the still Braves. don't get fans. I, I don't care understand. less about <laughs> Well, they love their football. They definitely like the Falcons. Um, but yeah, 30 carries. He had a, over 180 yards rushing in each of those three games, including the Week 17 game. Question. Where? Uh, I'm sorry. Not where. We already talked about Derrick Henry next year. But... Are you worried about the fact that, listen, running backs burn out quick. He had 303 carries this year. Three games in a row now with 30-plus carries. Do you worry that he's going to get burnt out? Having so, He's not going to get 30 carries a game next year. I mean, that's just not happening. But they're going to give him a lot of carries. He's going to get 20-plus every game, probably 25. You guys worry that he could get burnt out at the end of next season and kill your playoff hopes instead. I don't, I, no, I'm not worried about that yet at all. He's no. only 26. He hasn't, you know, this is his first big, huge season uh, with over 300, you know, rushes. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, but last year he had just had over a little over 200. Yep, 215. And then before that, I mean, he was, you know, struggling to get 150, I believe. So uh, I, I wouldn't, I would imagine he's somewhere in the 750, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe closer to 800 carries. So far, so yeah, no, I don't put him in that kind of range to where I'm worried about his usage yet. Yeah, well, he has 804. 804, so, okay, cool. When does that start becoming Pretty a problem? Close. I guess like 1,200? More than, much more than that. I mean, go look at Zeke's numbers. His numbers will well blow that away. Well, I'm going to look at LaShawn McCoy, actually. See what we got with him when he started burning out. I mean, Gore is an anomaly, so I'm not going to look at him. But yeah, you're right. I mean, listen. He had, McCoy has 20, over 2,400 carries. Wow. Yeah, you, you got Zeke's got 300 more touches in the same four years than Henry does. Yeah, yeah. So you're not worried. Okay, I understand that. I just feel like maybe it's me. Like, the bigger the running back, the harder they fall. 
That goes for receivers too. I feel like you know, if you're a big guy, strong guy, you use strength and you have to you get hit a lot and you're breaking a lot of tackles, the quicker you wear down. But I I, I mean Henry's still young, so I understand that. I understand that. I mean, I will invest. I'm I'm very upset that I didn't invest this year in Derrick Henry because I did every year prior. So uh, we'll see what happens. But I I guess he cracks into the top to the top twelve picks of twenty twenty. Is there anybody else that you think has a shot to be a first round pick in twenty twenty besides the guys we mentioned, like an Austin Eckler? I mean, that all depends on Melvin Gordon. I'm fighting with that one right now. I the kid had a great Gordon, year again. I, Gordon is pretty much gone. I can't see them letting Eckler walk. I think they have to re-sign him. Oh, yeah. After the year he... Well, hey, it's a business. Who knows? If if Eckler's guy is coming in saying he wants $10 million a year, Mm -hmm. they're going to say, oh, well, okay, I don't know. (laughs) Right. So you never know. It's not a done deal. But if he stays there as the number one, man, he's got to be close to being in that discussion. Right. Yeah, I mean, Austin Eckler, I like a lot for next year. He's a monster game. Uh, Aaron Jones. I didn't even mention Aaron Jones in the first round. Yeah, right. One of the touchdowns on the season now. It's going to be hard to pick. 30 touchdowns in two years. Who? Not bad. Jones. Jones, okay. He had 10 last year. There you go. Yeah, he's, I mean, Green Bay Packers, just because their offense, you know, moves the ball. You got Rodgers, and Jones had a great year, finally stayed healthy all year, Uh, you know, 4.6 yards a carry. He only had 236 carries because, of course, Jamal Williams got involved a lot, too, when he's healthy. Uh, but he gets the touchdowns, man. 16 rushing and uh, three through the air. What do you do with Cooper Cup? He's uh, an interesting one to me. Uh, you know, I just, he ended up as wide receiver four this year. But he died down. Ahead at the of end Hopkins, of ahead of Keenan Allen, right. Edelman, you know, all those guys, Cooper. Um, but he died down know, at the end of last go? year. Yeah. I feel like did his he last die three down or did Goff die down? Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Yeah, but he's still, I, I mean, he still ended, ended the season averaging real quick. The last five games, he averaged, what, I'd say about 17 points a game. Yeah. So. Not terrible. He had a lot of touchdowns. Uh, towards the, well, that's the, what he does. Yeah. Absolutely. Last five games, he had five touchdowns. A touchdown in each game. Six for 65, four for 45, six for 41. Four for 31 in a touchdown, seven for 99 in week 17 against Arizona. So I'd say he's low end wide receiver one, high end wide receiver two. What do you think about that, George? Cooper Cup. I'm not going to argue with you. I mean, if you want to look at the, uh, the wide receivers, I think he's at least that. Thomas Hopkins, Hill, uh, the Tampa Bay duo. Right. Jones, Adams. I assume Cooper stays in Dallas. I would. I don't know. I would. Mm, that's close. That's that's really where he is. Cooper, Cup, Galladay. Am I putting this uh, category here? Okay. Who else uh, is really here? Keenan Allen. Uh, we said. <laughs> Keenan Allen. Yes. Yes. Keenan oh Allen. well. I want to see. I want to see who the quarterback is in San Diego. Uh, uh, I'm ready. San Diego, baby. <laughs> I, I didn't say it. That's San Diego. Uh, no. <laughs> if I were Charlie, I want to see who the quarterback is. Uh, Brady to Allen. Next year's Super Bowl MVP. Co MVPs. Yeah. And I would like that in every situation except for the. Uh, does he want to play in that high school stadium? That's the only yeah. thing I don't like about the. Uh, that's if he if he wanted to leave, I think it's the perfect team except for the stadium. Right. The Nobody comes to watch. Right. It's like and you're gonna expect playing 16 road games. Yeah, that stinks. Nobody wants that. Uh, Devontae Parker will be an interesting one too. I mean, ended as wide receiver 11 in the PPR. 
Why do you take two? him? <laughs> when wide receiver two is about where he'll go, I imagine. Probably. Mid to low. I think you should go higher than that. Maybe. I mean, he ended worry, up but as that 11, but after over. a slow start, he really came on. See you next time, Goon Squad. BFFs are up next. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm going to miss you. Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy. I didn't want it to end. I'm looking around Twitter here, and a lot of people now saying, oh, Mixon top five running back. Yeah, they always do that crap. It's always people really, out there saying that. Really boosting. Hey, look, I'm not going to say it can't happen, but there's no way I'm picking him number five. Yeah, so, George, what running backs do you think should go before Mixon in the draft? Uh, McCaffrey, Elliott, yeah. Barkley. That's three. Kamara? That's, uh, yeah, he was the guy who's I'm, I'm hesitating on now. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Kamara only because I truly believe the reason why Kamara didn't play all that well is he had an injury. I just think yeah, he had he that ankle hurt. injury. I Absolutely. think he was hurt, right? And I think we saw that explosion come back. So I'm going to put Kamara ahead of him. Okay. Uh, I, first of all, I agree with Jim, by the way. I, I don't think I'm, he's not in my top five. I'm same place he was this year. You want to move him up a little bit? Fine. But I'm not going to move him up heavily. Uh, other running backs here that we do, uh, I put ahead of him. Uh, not Le'Veon Bell. Not Le'Veon Bell. Uh, nope. nope. <laughs> Made that mistake. Not doing that what again. What about Derrick Henry? Uh, we, I don't know what team he's going to be on. I mean, I'd like to see he's going to get resigned. Yeah. I, think, I, I think he does get resigned. I do. But I still... Now some hesitate that he goes to a passing team there. They don't use him correctly, that sort of thing. But for right now, yes, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. I'm going to take ahead of yes. him. Aaron Jones. I'm going to take ahead of him. Okay. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is the one now. He's on the on the mind. I assume Kareem Hunt's gone. I'm going to assume yeah, Kareem see, Hunt's I don't, on, I don't, on I don't think team. so. 
I don't think so. Well, I think they're going to keep bolting him. First of all, bringing over Kevin Stefanski, we know how much he loves to run, run. the ball. Yeah. Um, and I, he's going to need two running backs. Um, and I just, with how good Hunt showed he is again, I don't think there's any reason. They still got him on cheap money. There's no reason for them to move him. There's no reason they can't make both of these guys very strong running backs in the NFL next year. It, you know, do a, a thunder and lightning type thing again. Both of them have supreme talent, and you and know he keep... loves to run the ball so much. Well, I agree with everything you said. How can they keep him? He's going to want to get paid. How much, though? He doesn't deserve that. That's that's the issue. Will there be a well? Then against the NFL, they give these guys just second chance, second, third, fourth chances all the time. And it'll be a decent running back market with Melvin Gordon also out there, David Johnson out there. That'll hurt his value somewhat, but he's only 24. And if you're going to get a team, you know, I guess my, my first question would be, would you rather have Hunt, Gordon, or David Johnson? Gordon. I assume it's Hunt. I'm thinking Gordon really? first. With the age? I take the 24-year-old back. Right. I take the Hunt. <laughs> I, I think it's pretty easy. I'm okay. taking Hunt. So assuming you're doing that, so you, assuming you can get past the, uh, what he did. Right. You know, which, that's, a, that's a huge thing. Some organizations won't even look at him because of that. You know, I'll be honest, if I was running an organization, I don't know if I could have them and explain that to my, uh, you know, my wife and my children why I did this. But assuming you can, and there will be organizations that can, I think Hunt is going to get paid decent. And for the Browns, can you afford to do that and pay everybody else? That's where the question always comes in. I don't think they can. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.